sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, folks, here we go from the KSHB studios in Las Vegas. Sportsbook Radio, Sportsbook Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. It's our second hour on the Sports Grid Network. Vinny Malilo is with us in hour number one. We'll get that link out to you on my Twitter at Brian Blessing. Stevie Slapshot is here. Good stuff. Got Mike Lewis going to check in from the Suncoast, Stevie. Chuck Esposito from Sunset Station will check in with us this hour. We'll be out at Sunset Station tomorrow. On a Friday, we love going out there to see Chuck, Andy Isco, Bruce Marshall, Etal. I think Steve Carp's going to swing out for Vegas Hockey. That Friday's my... I love... Every day's good because of the guests. Friday's fun, and no knock on you. I love you. But I get I, I get out, out. It's different, you know? I get to go to Sunset Station, play a couple of horse races, you know, walk around. Because other than that, I mean, Ryan, I mean... Come here, do the radio show, go home. I mean, that's that's what we're doing, which is fine. I'm thrilled we're working. I mean, that's the main thing. But it, there's that little opportunity to get out. Saturday was a treat. Ran over to Treasure Island to see Tony Neville. It's fun to get out a little bit. Have you done anything? Anything? No. no. Resembling? No. I can't wait anything. for this. No, I have done. No. When was the last time you went out? Uh I haven't. I haven't. You now, went to John Smith subs once. Uh my neighbor Chet, subs. My, my neighbor Chet and I next Tuesday, my, my day off from Don Best, uh, we're gonna go over and look at uh, the Circa Sportsbook. We he's been wanting I'll to take do your that, trunks. So. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> Stadium no. swimmer. Yeah, no, it looked that looks awesome, but I'm not going swimming. Um but I I'm Would you close the beach if you like drop trow and you're you're out there? <laughs> I'm I'm Casper the friendly ghost with no clothes on, so it would be very scary for anyone else who was anywhere within eyeshot of me. Um, no, but I I I want to see with this this circus sports book. This I've seen pictures on the internet and the commercials and whatnot. It just looks so impressive. I've got to see it for. I've got to be there myself. Hey, did you happen to see? I mean, to a degree, it's old news because it's the old regime. Now that Ron Hextall and Brian Burker with Pittsburgh, right? Did we not spend the better part of the summer saying, you know, do Flurry a solid, Mark Andre Flurry, the, the, the guy, you know, the guy end his career in Pittsburgh if right. he's not in their plans here, right? Well, that was like low hanging fruit. Well, Vegas couldn't give him away. Now he's playing great, and apparently Rutherford, before he was let go, then the interim GM, they both contacted Vegas about Mark Andre Flurry, and Vegas said, no, nope, no thanks. Yeah. Oh, good. I didn't see the no thanks part of that. Cause well, Bob I, McKenzie reported this last night. On, I, saw, on I, saw, I saw that he reported. I did not see that, that Vegas said no, and I'm happy they did. I'm, 
I'm a little concerned about Leonard. We'll see how he goes tonight. If if this game is indeed played, it looks like it will be. Um, he, in my opinion, he's been fighting the puck a little. Doesn't look comfortable. He played really well in the bubble last year. He doesn't look like that guy right now. And Fleury is on fire. And and I, I, I thought to myself, okay, now they're going to trade him to Pittsburgh. But here, here's the deal. And, and again, we're talking about the Golden Knights, but this applies around the NHL. We're back. We're in the in the what? Most teams, forty-four to forty-six games left, because some teams are on the shelf, have some catching up to do. Right. But because of the games that have been missed, and the way they are literally finding open dates and filling these holes, it's like a super. It's like the Super Bowl square thing, you right. know? Hey, yeah, we're yeah, here yeah. you put it on the wall, Super, and they start filling up. Right. You better hurry. There's only a couple Super Bowl squares left. Uh, there's only a couple of days. And windows left for these teams to get the season in if it's not going to be a points percentage thing. But you are going to now get a lot of teams with an inordinate amount of back-to-back nights. Not back-to-back games, back-to-back nights. The backup goalie was a big deal to begin with this year. It is an even bigger big deal now. So Vegas's MO is, no, nope, we, we got these two goalies and we're going to run with it. And you're like, okay, that sounds good. You're spending $12 million on goaltenders. But in this one-off, this this goofball season, maybe nothing does that. I mean, maybe this is this. It is what it is. I don't know how they're going to get get to – what are they going to do, Brian? Are, are they going to – if the Olympics score, are they just going to play through the Olympics now? I mean, I, how else do you get this done? Or, or do they? They are so hell bent, Stevie, on getting this thing over before the Olympics. That if they if they whack it down to 46, 47 games and go to the points percentage thing, that's that's been my fear all along because I don't believe it's a level playing field to begin with, and you can rank them out as you want. I think the East is the toughest. You know, but I don't think the divisions they're they're apples and watermelons. So some divisions are tougher than others. But when you get to the end of a year, some of these guys, Pally, they are literally going to be sitting there going, "Well, wait a minute, the six games I missed, those were winnable games." What's wrong with just pausing while the Olympics go and then and then pick I up? I said after. that from day one. I said play through the Olympics. That they should have played the last three weeks of the regular season were during the Olympics. So you miss a couple of games on NBC. So what? The Olympics end on Sunday. Tuesday, you start the playoffs and you got the sporting world all to your lonesome. But they're so worried about China and the Olympics next year that they, you know, backed themselves into a corner this year. All right, we're coming back. Mike Lewis is going to join us next on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Book Radio in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. As the crow flies, Stevie, what do you think? I'll say... 3.2 miles to the Sun Coast. In my younger day, I could pick up a rock and hit it from here. <laughs> I had a pretty good arm. You don't have that arm. Right. It's not that far, though. What are you, like Fred McMurray's nephew and son of Flubber? 
I wish I were Fred McMurray's nephew. Can you imagine how much money I You'd look I'd good have? in a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lewis from the Suncoast, our good friend, the corner of Alta and Rampart, kind enough to join us. Hello, Michael. How are you doing today, pal? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, I got to ask you, we got the um, the NASCAR, we got the duels tonight. Uh, so yeah. we got the Daytona 500. I know a lot of the books didn't put them up, but starting to put them up now. Um I'm gonna, I think I might come by uh, see it this afternoon. I, I, I think Tyler Reddick's got a shot to make some noise tonight. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, how it all plays out. Uh, you know, the, I, I do like the, the duels. Or it's a lot of fun to watch them. And uh, you know, I did watch some of the qualifying yesterday too, and uh, that was uh, that was fun to see uh, NASCAR getting back underway. The reason the the, the duels really fun. I mean, it can happen, and it happens maybe three, four, five times a year in NASCAR with pit strategy or weather. I mean, the grenade can go off. But in these two duels, Mike, it's restrictor plate racing. You can go from last to the front in three, four laps if you know what you're doing. But you can also get track position here and because it's kind of a goofy one-off and it's a, this special race that there'll be five or six guys that will do an altern- alternative pit strategy. You know, they'll pit a couple of laps b- before, if it's a competition yellow or whatever the, the format will be, and all of a sudden these guys that were running dead last get up to the front in restrictor plate racing. That's all that matters. Yeah, and it's it, it's always interesting to see, uh, you know, the, the veterans that know how uh, things are, you know, how, how this track works and everything else. And, you know, it, it, it's it's always interesting because in the in the in the duels, you you get to see so many different strategies rather than you know, basically the strategy when you get to the race, you're going to get guys that want to be as close up front, and if they're not, then you know the veterans want to be way in the back. Uh, you don't want to be stuck in the middle, especially. Uh, you know, early on or midway through, because that's where uh, you, you get into problems. So, I mean, we've seen plenty of uh, other veterans, if they can't be up near the front during the big race, that they'll drop all the way back to the back because they know it's, uh, it is restrictor plate racing, and they, they'll eventually move up. But in the, in the duels, it's a it, it, it's, it's crazy. Very, it's a shootout. I mean, everybody's got different, you know, are we taking two or four tires? Are we taking no tires? Are we coming in early just to get enough gas? And then get back out and try to you know get by everybody when the uh, they all come in. So I mean, it's, you get various ideas uh, during the uh, during the uh, duels. Well, my favorite race is the uh, Talladega is amazing. Yeah, Talladega is always the well, best race. And, and I'm not that guy that's rooting for an accident. You know, I, I don't I don't want to see carnage. Uh, but what happens is it happens, and it there, always happens. There, there's the big one, and. You know the long shot can come in there, the Daytona that you get the same thing, and you know the the rationale behind that too, like the mile and a half tracks, like last year, how many races? Seriously, it was a match race between Harvick and Hamlin, right? The majority of the year on the mile and a half tracks, but in restrictor plate racing, you talk about leveling a playing field. It's all about positioning, because. You know, you have a car necessarily on a mile and a half track. You wouldn't even, you know, be in the same county with a guy like Hamlin, let's say. But if you're running fourth or fifth with two laps to go and the right guy's behind you and pushes you at the right time, 
the long shot can come in here. Yeah, that's how that's how NASCAR has changed so much. You know, you go back into like the '80s, early '90s, and and the restrictor plate racing. You'd watch and you go, okay, it's like follow the leader. But the rest of the races were great because there was so much passing and maneuver. Well, these cars are all so identical that whoever's in the lead just stays in the lead until he has to, you know, go to the pit during most of these races. So now the the restrictor plate races are the ones that are the competitive races because everyone's so close and things can happen like that. It's uh, it's really changed that, uh, you know, being everyone's in the same type of car that, you know, and everyone has the same exact rules, and it's a lot less racing on regular Sundays. But the restrictor plate racing still uh, still bring up a lot of the strategy, and uh, you know, it's not always who has the best car. It uh, has the you know whoever you uh, has the best partner pushing. It's funny. I mean, I love auto racing. I mean, the Indy 500 is one of my favorite races of the year. I, I love that. Um, but I don't watch it too much other than that. I Bits and pieces occasionally. I never forgave them for messing up the Indy circuit years ago. But when they did that, NASCAR went through the roof. NASCAR is now it's like massively popular, but it's like it kind of found its level and if it topped out. But I'm wondering, Mike, last summer when we had UFC, horse racing, golf, and NASCAR that – a lot of I wonder if new people started to pay attention to it last year to the point where they got new new fans that bet on it. Uh, it you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see if we do because yeah, you know, we're watching uh, video car racing uh, as entertainment. Oh my last god, summer. that's right! I forgot about and, that. And and you know that that was uh, that was what we looked forward to on Saturday and Sundays is you know drivers jumping on a video game and driving and. You know that was our entertainment, and uh, you know it, it'll be interesting to see how much uh, you know people gravitate to to it now that other sports are uh, back up and running. But uh, you know there's so many new names too in the uh, in the NASCAR circuit with you know uh, Jimmy Johnson now is gone, and you know with the Dale Earnhardt Juniors are gone, and of course the Jeff Gordons, the big names that they're no longer. Uh, out on the track, and we're getting so many more young bloods that uh, it'll be interesting to see which young bloods uh, really make a push this year, or is it just going to be you know the the Harvick Hamlin show? While we have you on, Mike, I've got to ask you, being the diehard Lions fan that you are, no one knows better uh, what Matthew Stafford can do. How much better are the Rams with Matthew Stafford now at the helm? What about his Lions with Goff? I'm, well, he can he can answer that too if he'd like. <laughs> Why'd you ask me uh, the other I, way? I think I, I, I think the Rams uh, in the very near future, this year, next year, uh, they're going to be a much better team because Matthew Stafford still, out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, he's one of the one of the top quarterbacks that can push the field the ball down the field. Uh, he still has a great great arm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see him actually surrounded with talent, uh, surrounded with a running game, a defense that uh, he doesn't have to put up 35 points to win a game. Someone that doesn't have to be the guy, but just one of the guys. And I think their offense could be uh, pretty explosive because, uh, you know, they're not looking at the 10-yard hitch passes when Matthew Stafford's in there. He's looking to push the ball down the field, which opens everything up, including even more for the running game. So I think the the Rams over the next couple years, I think it's a big benefit. Uh, You know, giving up, uh, you know, Goff, who was a first-round pick, and then two other first-round picks, 
uh, eventually you give away enough of your draft picks, it's going to come back to haunt you. But for the next couple of years, I think the Rams are uh, legitimate contenders in the NFC. Well, and especially if um, our boy in Seattle, Russell Wilson, is go somewhere uh, else. This quarterback carousel. Yeah, uh, it, is. It's a, it is. That's exactly that. It's a carousel, and who knows what it's going to look like when uh, when training camp starts. Uh, you know, it's going to be a... Could be a, a real crazy, or you know, uh, all Seattle has to do is go. Yeah, we hear you, Russell. We're going to uh, pick up a free agent and use some draft picks on offensive linemen, and then uh, you know, that squashes all that. So it, it, it's a big wait and see uh, where these quarterbacks uh, end up. All right, draft day is going to be a circus act. Another segment with Mike Lewis, uh, and we got some hockey news for a game tonight. We'll give you that when we come back. Don't forget, Oasis 4955 South Decatur, home of $100,000 jackpot, and our friends over at John Smith Subs. It's lunchtime tomorrow. All the six-inch subs are only five bucks. Check it out. We'll be right back with you in Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with you in Las Vegas on Sirius Channel 204, SportsGrid Radio Network from the KSHP Studios. In Las Vegas. All right, fellas, here we go again uh, from the NHL. They're moving the Oilers Canadians game back an hour tonight, one hour, as the Oilers, they're waiting for the completion and analysis of the Oilers test results in advance of the game. I don't know that that's necessarily an ominous thing. It maybe it's the new protocols they're throwing in there, Stevie, and and maybe with more with rapid testing, and they're just starting to maybe they're changing the format. But we'll see if that becomes an ominous thing. It may, maybe not. Maybe it's just an hour uh, to get make sure they get the results back. But it's almost like a where there's smoke, there's fire thing, isn't it? Well, I it, I just don't understand it if. You figure out how long, and I guess each lab maybe is different, but whatever lab you're sending it to, you want to know beforehand how long does it take to get the results from these tests so we can test the guys that guy that far in front of game time so we can get all the results back before the game starts. Mike Lowe's from the Suncoast is with us uh, on Sportsbook Radio. There's that, Mike, the, the time frames of you know how you get a result back in the middle of a game, uh, which is odd. And the other thing, kid, I, I, you know, Daniel Negreanu is going to join us on Vegas Hockey Outline today. We'll pick his brain on that. But what is the taxi squad? You know, is, is it a developmental tool or is it these guys are there to keep you going? I, I, I don't even know if they know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, it's your taxi squad is, you know, basically an extra roster uh, players. So if someone does come down uh, with COVID that uh, you already have someone there in your building that can take his place. But, you know, they, they, they got to, uh, they got to figure out this whole testing thing. I don't know. You know, it seems like the NFL, uh, you know, of course they play, only play once a week, but uh, between them and the NBA uh, baseball, besides a few teams that had issues, but for the most part, it went off. All right. Uh, 
the NHL's got to uh, maybe pick their brains and see what they could do a little bit better to, uh, uh, you know, keep their season going. Well, there was a basketball game this year, Mike, earlier earlier in the year where the, the start of it got delayed and, and we didn't know why. And then uh, eventually we found out they were waiting for test results and then eventually they postponed the game. And, and, and that I understand. Now, again, you want to find out from the lab how long does it take for you to get the results from these things and you test the guys that far in front of game time. But it doesn't make sense to test these guys during the day, and then you st- and then without the results back, you start the game, and then we find out the, the other night it was Nosek. We find out that Nosek has COVID, but he's already played a period and a half. What well, what have you accomplished? Well, they didn't accomplish too much there, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, in, we're gonna have to. They they have to do a better job. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if you know moving la you know assembling labs right in the arena i don't know but they they're gonna have to figure uh something out because uh you know the teams are going to be playing uh night games followed by day games in, in the schedule so they're going to uh, uh not have the 24-hour turnaround in uh a, a lot of the uh a lot of the games this season so they're going to have to uh, come up with a, a better way of doing things and you know it just it's uh it's kind of mind-boggling that they didn't have this or, uh, in place uh, before the season started, knowing you know other leagues that had to do this. But uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they can continue and uh, uh, you know continue the season without postponing a whole bunch of more games. Mike, you think? Uh, let's hope they, they're able to keep going here. We're starting to see it. It's taken a while. We're starting to see the games have a little bit of bite to them, and. I, I, I tried to tell the story that I don't know if this showed up. Did, uh, did you watch the Golden Knights game on the tube the other night? I saw some of it, yes. Okay. I don't know if this was on the broadcast, but you had Ryan Reeves and Nick DeLaurier went at it. And hats off to Nick DeLaurier. Anybody wants to step in front of that freight train. And I thought the, the, the I thought DeLaurier actually was a, a game of slight decision in it. It was a draw or, or DeLaurier maybe even landed one or two in there. But – and it got the Ducks going to a degree over the course of 60 minutes of play. So that was kind of cool to see. And But the thing that was so cool, Mike, and I don't know that this ended up on the broadcast, but they're in the penalty box. I think it, it went uh, from the end of the one period into the next that they're stuck in the penalty box. They had to wait till a stoppage of play to get out of the box. There was a stoppage of play, and I think they went to commercial. But when these guys were released from the box, both teams – uh, were slamming their sticks on the gla- on, on the on the ice and on the boards. Both teams congratulating their guys coming back to the bench. I, I mean, it, it was a cool thing. It's 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 like a the, the hockey code thing. Uh, but what it meant to you know, I know they well, fighting has no place. Believe me, both both teams appreciated what those guys did. And but I see the game start to get a little bite to them now. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's getting their legs and they're getting. Uh... Uh, you know, their team to where they they want to be. You know, they're you know, a lot of these teams are you know ten to fifteen games into the season now that uh, uh, you know now now they're playing. Now it's not uh, just getting yourself uh, in game shape and getting your lines ready. Now it's uh, 
the real season starting to really get uh, get underway for these teams, and I think you see that in the standings too. You know, a team like Tampa Bay, uh, you know, they roll off six straight, and now they're in uh, first place. It took them a little bit, a little hangover, but uh, they uh, got it going on now, and you know, eight one and one their last ten, and uh, sit atop the Central. Uh, you know, and you look at. Uh, all the divisions and everyone who's up top uh, in each division, you figured would have been near the top of the, each division uh, for when the season ends. Mike, I'm curious over at the uh, Sun Coast how the action is on the college basketball. The, the, again, the pandemic has really hit that sport hard. There's so many postponements. Is that discouraging players, or are you getting plenty of action on the games that are up on the board each day? Yeah, we're getting action, but the one thing that uh, you notice, especially on weekends, and it happened uh, during college football too, is uh, some of the marquee games of the weekend are the ones getting canceled, and that's never good when uh, you know the marquee teams are uh, are getting canceled off the board. You know, the lesser you know the lesser conference games uh, don't get really noticed, but uh, you know when you get teams in the top twenty-five or that are uh, getting games postponed, it does uh, it does hurt, and you know. Uh, with college basketball, you just don't, you don't know what's going on, and you know every day you have to pick up the the, uh, the daily sheet just to see if teams are playing or not. Because you know one minute they're playing and the next minute they're off for two weeks. And the, and they better figure this out before this tournament starts because you're going to have all those teams in and around Indianapolis. You better figure out the testing and 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 make sure you know you have protocols in place for if a guy does test positive what you're going to do. Maybe they can, you know, as the, as the NHL kind of figures its way through this, maybe they can learn some lessons there and, and, and have it right by the time this tournament rolls around. Yeah, uh, the, you know, they're going to have to have that in writing, what they're going to do if uh, a player tests uh, positive. I mean, I guess you know, you get, he's got to go back to his room and isolate. And, you know, what do you do with the team then? It's been hanging around and practicing with them. So, yeah, I'm sure they're going to uh, – you know, have to have some type of uh, written rule down for the tournament because, you know, uh, the way the college basketball is going, you know, there's a real possibility you get to Indianapolis and one of the 64 teams that are in the tournament uh, uh, does have positive tests. And what do you do? Do you just have the person that's positive uh, go away or do you have to uh, isolate the entire team and have them forfeit? Fun weekend in golf. They're at Pebble Beach. It's not the pro am, and they're playing two courses instead of three. So you got to play Pebble Beach in extra time. Dustin Johnson backed out of this thing, Mike, and he was like the four to one favorite. So Cantley ends up being like a six, seven to one favorite. Cantley is seven under through eight holes at Pebble Beach. I mean, that's in, that's sick. I mean, there's a long way to go, and a lot of these guys are Thursday warriors. But boy, the the favorite come out of the out of the gate of blazing here. Yeah, but looking at the scores, it looks like everyone's you know uh, blazing. It must have uh, you know it's it's not set up as a regular you know the regular Pebble Beach that we know. It's a little easier being played today than it is uh, if it was a you know a U.S. Open. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like uh, you know the wind must be down right now because oh. uh, they're shooting at the pins for. Uh, for everything it's worth and you know i see a ton of guys four under three under and uh looks like they're having uh, having a good time at pebble beach today oh my god i mean i'm gonna go home i taped it i'm gonna go home and watch this i've never seen a scorecard like this on the front nine at pebble 
Birdie, 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 par, birdie, 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 birdie. He's through eight. I mean, that's like 59 watch time. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's really, uh, it, you don't see it very often that uh, only a handful of people are actually over par. Do you think they set the course up as if there were amateurs and now there's no amateurs? Nah. No. Yeah, how about the focus? Uh, the of, it's got to be the weather. It's got to be a calm day. Or, or and or the focus of the players. They're they're their focus. Yes, they're not dealing with with the amateurs. Yeah, right. that makes a difference. Mike, uh, listen, the Be Connected app. It's awesome. We invite people to come over see at the corner altar and rampart. Always appreciate you uh, taking some time with us, buddy. Anytime, guys. All right, thanks, Mike Lewis, our good friend. Hey, Stevie, we're old, right? We're old and <laughs> sore and in yes. pain all the time. If yeah. the joint pain has you down, uh, check out Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y U Z U. Uzu CBD Plus. I, I gotta, I gotta. The candies are unbelievable. They, they, they're, they taste great, but you know, it's it got you covered. They got the gummies, the chocolates, capsules, lotions, and believe me, you can take management into your own hands the natural way. And uh, put in the promo code Blessing, and you get ten percent off your first order. Uh, free shipping, an order of a hundred dollars or more. That's UzuCBDPlus.com. We're coming back. We're going to go to Sunset Station. Chuck Esposito is going to join us next on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with you here, Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400, KSHP, and on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series, Channel 204. Ryan Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, and our pal, he's rolling out the red carpet for us, or brushing it off. I think the carpets are red at Sunset Station. We'll be out there tomorrow with Chuck Esposito. Hi, bud. How you doing? I'm doing well, B. How are you today? All right, man. Uh, getting ready. Good night. Uh, we got hockey games uh, we'll be watching. Uh, I like the NASCAR stuff. We'll be watching the... Uh, Duels tonight, the golf this afternoon. Hey, man, football's done. We got a lot of goodies on the plate. We do. I think that's what makes it so great. Um, you know, I know we've been talking about it. We're not that far away from the start of baseball. I just saw the Cubs schedule, you know, kind of come out today. Um, we know that uh, hockey's in, you know, I think a, a, a 25% of the way through right now. Um, Knights are playing so well. You've got golf. You've got the college basketball tournament, NASCAR, um, all good stuff going on in racing sports right now. And, and don't forget, B, I mean, for all, all you listeners who, who don't have it yet, get signed up for the STN mobile app. We've got our largest bonus ever, up to $500 back once you download the app. And, and depending on what you put in it and play in 30 days, but up to a $500 bonus with all these sports going on. It's a great time to have STN Mobile. And listen, I, first thing I did, I in fact, a lot of the places just put it up today. But, you know, hey, the car race is tonight. I forgot. I go, yeah, the car race. Grab the app. Bam, there it is. You got odds for both duels. Yeah, it, it, it's great. I mean, it really does bring the sports book to the palm of your hand. And, you know, we, we love it, B, when all the guests come in and enjoy everything that we have to offer. But we know right now there's a number of 
social distancing restrictions and protocols and, um, you know, having the app enables you to fund, withdraw, deposit from anywhere in Nevada and just play, again, from the comfort of your home. By the way, speaking of Nevada, right, we're supposed to hear from the governor today. Thankfully, the numbers have really been trending the right way, and uh, we'll see if there's there's good news coming today. That's the hope, Chuck. Yeah, I hope so. I think we're all um, optimistically waiting to hear what he has to say and, and hoping that, that some of those restrictions get um, scaled back a bit. Now, you get the Daytona 500, just real quick on the NASCAR front, Daytona 500, and then a few weeks down the road, they're in Vegas. These are the two biggest monster handle races for NASCAR, and they come early in the season for you. Do you build momentum from those to the point where people pay attention to it? I know it wanes a bit, but do you think last summer NASCAR was kind of front and center when there wasn't a lot going on? Could this be the biggest year ever for NASCAR handle? Yeah, I think it can be. I think just in lieu of everything that's gone on, um, you know, Daytona is a big event, but I've heard many of those guys, you know, you got to be friends with, uh, you know, some people, uh, you know, in the NASCAR industry that the, the Vegas race is outside of Daytona, the most popular and kind of biggest race on the circuit. And, you know, from our side of it, everybody is walking around with used to be with a bet ticket in their hand. Where now they, they have all that on the mobile app. They're out there at the track. They're able to, to bet a, a host of props and, and a bunch of other things that are going on um, throughout the course of the day. So I think that piece of it, being able to, you know, to wager while you're out at the track, is just such an added you know, bonus um, for, the, for the race out here. Hey, Chuck, with, uh, we're hearing that everybody who needs a quarterback in the NFL is now contacting <laughs> Seattle. If 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 Russell if Russell Wilson wants to leave, whatever team he goes to, do we see a similar reaction to that team as we saw with Stanford going to the Rams in the in the NFL futures? Absolutely, Stevie. There's no question that you have to see it, uh, you know, drop. I, I'm scratching my head even that that it's even you know out there now that Russell Wilson could could change teams. You hear so many of these guys now that you know, are, are kind of dictating what they do in all sports and, you know, want to be included in, in, in coaching hires and, and strategies and stuff. It's, it's a little head-scratching how the control has kind of uh, flip-flopped a bit. But, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and if he's on the move and, you know, you've heard the Raiders as, as a possible destination and, and other teams that it would dramatically alter their future book odds, you know, immediately as soon as that hits. And then the Rams would, would drop even a little bit more, right? That If he leaves Seattle, that makes the Rams a, a bigger favorite in that division, right? Good point. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's still some major question marks with San Francisco and what ultimately they do at quarterback. We know Arizona, you know, not sure if they're going to bring back Peterson or not. You have a young quarterback and a young coach there still going through some growing pains. But, I mean, Russell Wilson's the guy there in that division. So if he does leave that, that what, the division, I think it changes a lot in the NFC depending on where he goes. Buddy, I got to ask you because you catch your breath when the Super Bowl ends. Now you, you get a few weeks, catch your breath a little bit. But it's amazing the work that you have to put in and all the planning for next football season. I mean, it, it's a, if the NFL is this year round thing that's in front of us from an information perspective and futures and betting, but for you guys, to formulate game plans for the next football season. This becomes a very important time of year for you folks. And last year, all the things that have been the norm were just like kind of, you know, 
chucked out. And we're hoping that we get back to normal next year. But they, these are important months for you guys getting ready for next football season. They are. You know, I like your little uh, pun there about yep. uh, chucked out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it didn't get past me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. I mean, you know, I think this year heading into next football season more than ever, um, there are so many question marks at quarterback. I mean, you, you can make the argument that it's the toughest position in all of sports. Um, you know, I think it's amazing, really, what Brady has accomplished. Love him or not, I mean, he is the GOAT. You talk about guys like, you know, Marino never won one, and Roger Staubach only won two, and the guys who haven't won one yet, and as great as Favre and Rogers won, have only won one. And you look at this year, and you go up and down the board, and there is just like so many teams that have quarterback, you know, decisions to make. Not sure what's going to happen with Garoppolo. As you mentioned, Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold. There's five maybe surefire guys in the first round. You know, we think Lawrence will go to to Jacksonville. Not sure yet exactly what's going to happen with the number two pick. But, you know, Zach Wilson, you've got uh, um, Justin Fields in that mix. You've got Trey Lance, Mac Jones. This is going to be a year where you may see five quarterbacks go in the top 10 to 15 and maybe four in the top five, which would be unprecedented. But I think it just speaks volumes of the, the quarterback kind of carousel and question marks that this league has right now for the most important position on the team. I know what's going to be on Chuck Esposito's dance card tonight. He's going to be <laughs> in his recliner while, and his son, Nicky, will be alongside be watching the Blackhawks take on Columbus. Uh, the Blackhawks are 20 cent favorite in the game. Chuck, it's it's amazing a difference a few weeks makes and the structure of the league that we said this, you know, a four or five game losing streak, you can play yourself right out of it, but you can get back in it too real quick. And here, look at Chicago on a little tootsie roll with three games, one in a row, all of a sudden sitting in third in the central. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Actually, I've been uh, visiting today with an intern from UNLV here, Alvin, and he's a big Vancouver Canuck fan, and we were kind of talking about, you know, Vancouver's slow start and, and talking about the Hawks a little bit. I mean, I, you know, to be 6-4-4, four, and four, they were the last team to win a game this year. Um, you've got a lot of young players. They've dealt with COVID. Still no Taze, no Doc, no Nylander. They're going to be missing uh, Shaw tonight and Murphy. Yet, hey, uh, Lankinen has played extremely well in the pipes. Patrick Kane has been Patrick Kane, and they've got a couple of young Swedes that are playing really well uh, right now. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it's kind of fun to watch for a young team going through these growing pains, but they've played better than I thought early on. Now, actually, get, get us some inside information on the Canucks there. That game tonight, Vancouver is like off the tracks, but this is a really interesting game tonight, Chuck, and I hadn't thought of this. Uh, but Calgary a dollar forty at Vancouver, who's back home, desperately needs the win. But all of a sudden, we got the little uh, subplot going on there, and that's Markstrom going against uh, his old team for the first time. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of interesting, you know, especially now that um, you know the divisions you're playing just interdivision throughout the course of the season. Um, that uh, when you've got stuff like that happens, you're going to see these guys a number of times, which is pretty cool. And the offerings in hockey, Chuck, just to, just to speak to this maybe for the folks on Sirius 204, ju just how the appetite is out there. And obviously the arrival of the Golden Knights in Vegas has moved hockey to the you know kind of the forefront. But all the offerings, first period, uh, over-unders, 
Uh, you can Reverse play... puck line, the salami, uh, yeah. you, you name it, guys. It, it really has. I mean, the Knights have, have helped bring hockey to the forefront. I never would have, you know, predicted years ago that people would be asking to show hockey on, you know, the biggest screens with audio. But the Knights are so popular that happens. And, you know, I'm a huge Knight fan to have season tickets. But, of course, you know, many Knights from our side of the counter, we're rooting against them, especially on the puck line. As my buddy Cam Stewart would say, you know, some of these games, especially the beginning of new series, uh, from the salami perspective, call the butcher, man, because they've been scoring <laughs> a lot of goals. They have. They have, BD. But it, it's fun. I mean, I'm just glad that it's back. And, you know, I know there's some teams that are that are facing some, you know, missed games due to – due to COVID, and we've seen some of the other leagues, and, you know, they've been able to make adjustments and, and play games on dates that we didn't think they would. Um, so I, I expect hockey will, you know, make whatever the changes they have to to, to get, you know, all these games in. But uh, being a hockey nut bar, as you like to refer to us as, uh, it's fun that they're playing right now. I'm wondering, Chuck, with the baseball season uh, schedule being released uh, today, if uh, the future odds action maybe picks up a little bit. People look at the uh, schedule and see who has a, what they think might be a favorable schedule for them and, and go place a wager on that team's futures. Yeah, I think so, Stevie. I mean, it's been kind of robust anyway. I think you look at some of the moves that the Mets have made out west. You know, for every you know move the Padres seem to make, the Dodgers are, are right there with them. You've got teams like Chicago, uh, the Cubs, who are in a rebuild mode. And on the other side, on the north side, you've got the White Sox now, who you have to consider one of the favorites. So the role has really flipped. Um, from what it was over the last few years. So kind of a lot of intriguing storylines in baseball. But, yeah, I think with the schedule out now, you'll definitely start to see you know, an uptick in future book rights. All right, Chuck. We will be out there with you tomorrow. Andy Isco, Bruce Marshall, Steve Karp. It's it's one of – and honestly, it's like the most normal thing I've done in the last year is to at least get out and come out and see you guys on a Friday. At least we got that. Uh, we love when you guys come out. You're like family here. And, you know, it's, it's a shame we haven't been able to do the football viewing parties or the nights. But having you guys out here and chatting and having some fun, um, it's always a blast. I did miss the uh, uh, the Hawks goal horn today, but I look forward to hearing it tomorrow, Stevie, uh, to kick off the segment. Well, I'm running the board. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem. Where is it? Where is it? It's on, wow. TC, it's on TC's page, lower <laughs> lower left. <laughs> lower, well, hey, it's listen. It's Where, red, I, I, I can't let you. I can't leave you hanging. Where is it? It's a, oh, oh, lower left. Yeah, it's not there. TC's <laughs> open. Okay. Now, got the, how many pages has the guy got? got a whole oh, bunch. wait a minute. There you go. There we go. I, I could, hope I'm hearing that a lot tonight, boys. I, I couldn't leave you hanging. Check out Spazito, our buddy. STN mobile app. Again, the sign-up bonus. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Chuck. Thanks, pal. All right, boys. Have a great day. Thanks. All right, great. You know, you were like Paul Ford in It's a Mad Mad World trying to talk the plane down there. <laughs> and then the Maytag repairman goes, why don't you just shoot them down and get it over with? <laughs> roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. We're taking a timeout. Coming back, Stevie's thoughts to Las Vegas. Sportsbook Radio on Sirius Channel 204. Non-stop live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you in Las Vegas from the KSHB Studios, Sportsbook Radio. Putting a wrap on things for today. Scott Farrell coming up next on Sirius Channel 204. We've got Vegas Hockey Hotline locally. KSHB.com. Listen to live function there. And uh, we'll put all the shows out on my Twitter at Brian Blessing. Follow Stevie at Stevie Slapshot. So you've got a little stone in your little Red Sox shoe this morning. Wasn't my best morning. And I heard that uh, Ben and Teddy is moving on to uh, Kansas City in a three-way deal with the New York Mets. And, and Boston's getting back some prospects from the Mets and, uh, and Frenchie Cordero from, uh, from Kansas City. I, I, you know, I don't know how these prospects will work out. Let me tell you about Ben and Left-handed bat, a really good stick, hits to all fields, gap guy. He'll hit you 20, 25 home runs a year. He can play any outfield position. He's got a great arm, a little bit of speed. You can bat him anywhere in the lineup. This is a baseball Swiss Army knife, and I don't know why you're letting him go. I I, I understood Betts. Betts wanted too much money, even for yeah, Boston. Yeah, but do you cringe every time you watch him play? A, a little, but but again, they're they're paying him what three hundred million or something. That you know, it's I, not your money. I I understand that, and I didn't want to see Betts <laughs> go, but I understood that. I don't get Benintendi. This guy is a fantastic baseball player, and he's not commanding that kind of dough. Why are you looking to move him for prospects from the Mets? I don't get it. Not happy. Sounds like you're ready for baseball. I, I love my Boston Red Sox and my Bay Area teams, San Francisco and Oakland. Yankees will beat you again this year. <clears throat> we'll see. <laughs> we got something. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> Although we don't have Ben Intendi anymore. You got a break. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Stevie. Great job, buddy, as always. It's good fun. Thanks, Thanks to all our guests today, Vinny Maliulo, Mike Lewis, Chuck Esposito, always good fun. Again, Scott Farrell's coming up next on Sirius 204. We're not done locally with Vegas Hockey Island. Daniel Negreanu, we always have a great, fun hockey chat with Real Kid Poker. That's coming up next locally. You can listen live to that at KSHP.com. Thanks to our producer back in here, Chris Pavona. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. We'll join you tomorrow from Sunset Station, and we'll play it back again tomorrow with Sportsbook Radio. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge, or don't. And wish you.